Welcome to the FitSess Podcast. I'm your host, Declan Murphy, and on today's show, we have Nathan of Strong Build Training, all-round cool dude, also a personal trainer and coach at FitSess. Today, we talk all things training, but most importantly, we talk why he started personal training and what Strong Build means to him. I hope you enjoy, guys. Hey, guys, we have Nathan Brunskill of Strong Build Personal Training. Um, obviously, we're living together uh, as we're in lockdown in the gym through COVID-19. Uh, and I thought it was a great opportunity for everyone to get a, learn a little bit more about Nathan, uh, but also get to know why he started his journey as a personal trainer and why he started training in the first place. So, first of all, welcome, Nathan. Hi, how are we? Good to be here. Um, so, obviously, like, what's your first memory of training? So uh, I've got to date it back to really, really young. So just kicking a ball, playing footy. I always, always, always wanted to play Sunday League. Always wanted to get into a team straight away. I thought, not to be arrogant, but I thought I was really good at that time. So, <laughs> so I think I just, we all do as kids. Yeah, we? we do. And I just thought, oh, well, I'm pretty fast. So I hope that plays to my strengths. But yeah, the first first day of like really training, I I still remember it now. Like the coach went to me, so what do you so what do you want to be? And I was just like, oh, I want to be the striker. I want to be top scorer. I want to get all the goals. <laughs> I, I I think he just I've always been like this bubbly character. So he, he kind of took to me, took me under his wing in a sense, and he put he he really helped me out with training and stuff. But yeah, just I thought I was the I was definitely one of the smaller kids, and um, I think. Uh, because I was so small, I was just so fast, so I'd just boot it past people and just try and get the better of them, or challenge people. <laughs> so obviously, uh, I started in sport as well, so I can uh, relate to you a little bit. Um, in terms of your training, though, what did it look like at that sort of stage of your life? Was I take it, it was just sports training, there was no like specific sports training? Oh yeah, definitely. It was nothing nothing like we would do today. Like I, I definitely remember it just used to be just kicking the ball around from young like there was nothing uh, I think the most extreme thing was doing like a couple of laps around the pitch just to get yourself <laughs> warmed up but yeah it was only until like maybe coming into high school where I really started to see like the the real benefits of health and fitness and all that training like definitely didn't see it from like primary school all the way through I think it's definitely changed now but yeah back back then it wasn't really really talked about or gripped people in a sense yeah there definitely wasn't any sort of like um science involved oh, sports no. science i mean i know my back home where my local football team is they have something called um small stars i think it's called and they like sometimes they'll do like speed tests with them yeah that's and really they'll good wear like heart rate monitors and stuff just to try and get some sort of readings of them and yeah, see where yeah. they're at and i think that's really good it's a nice little introduction they'll use the power plate sometimes with them and i think it's good that the kids have access to that and they can place an emphasis on their training and how they develop yeah defo um so obviously yeah times have definitely changed so how long ago was it since you were about six yeah what we're we talking definitely about 15 16 years ago yeah definitely uh, yeah definitely around age five six i was starting like definitely wanting to play all the time because my mates would go to say they'd be at a team and i'd be like oh I could do that. Yeah. It's just like get yourself into one, and yeah, it it worked. I loved it. I probably played from when I was six all the way up to about fifteen, sixteen maybe. 
yeah, I loved it. Good stuff. Um, so where did your training take you in terms of like, obviously you started training for sport and at some point you must have moved more onto the resistance side of training? Oh yeah, definitely. So um, it was, I've got to say more towards the end of high school, I, I was doing my GCSEs and obviously one of the GCSEs was um, that I chose for sport was circuit training. So we had to do that as a, a whole, like they made the whole uh, year do it because it was an easy one to get yeah i think that was just the way they did it but um yeah it was it was a it was easy but it was fun at the same time it made it more enjoyable because it was something different like we're not playing sport like we weren't doing netball or we didn't, weren't learning like hockey or something like that like they those sports really didn't interest me to be honest but um definitely when we started doing the like the circuit training i loved it like it, it was just something different i think that's what made it more of a, a fun time and probably gripped me more than a lot of other people. Probably people found it too challenging because of it burning people out. <laughs> I know some of the kids, uh, kids complained about it, but to be fair, I quite enjoyed it. I really liked it. So that probably gripped me, but then definitely, definitely going into college, that really, because I, at the time I'd done my GCSEs and I, I was like, I wasn't, I was like a bit of a, stuck in two paths like wondering whether to go to one college or another so i just went to one uh, this other college met i must have been like the only person from my school or from people that i knew in Preston that went to this college had to make new friends and stuff but made a load of new friends who i'm really close friends with today and they've all gone down like the similar path doing yeah. sports science or doing something in within sports so that's that's always um positive and always helps me as well grow into this industry so obviously like you you touched on it there where you talked about how other people didn't like the circuit training was that the first experience at 16 that you had of circuit training or some sort of structured training yeah definitely 100 percent. so i'd obviously uh, my mum had gone gym and stuff like she, my mum has always been healthy and active always wanted to do something and she really found that passion uh but yeah it was completely Diff, like different gravy to me like I completely didn't have a clue what, what it was first time did it was a proper kick in the ass like it was just proper like I proper loved it so yeah. cause I, again it was just something completely different to the, say, the, the same regimen if you would call it that as like school curriculum I don't know what you'd call it but it was it was just completely different and it really like obviously like it's worked it's helped me come to get in this sort of career because I think from there, it's it's really helped me understand it a little bit more. Like I I just found the passion in it. Awesome, um, love the word passion. I'm glad you uh, obviously joined us at FitzS. But just touching back on some of them other points. One, obviously, your mum was a big idol to you, uh, and someone that you looked up to. Great role model. She was really into her fitness. But going deep in deep down into like when you started doing circuit training, do you think? kids now could benefit from doing more physical exercise at school and would you have benefited more if you'd started it earlier i 100 percent agree with that i also believe that at that certain age it's either hit or miss because mm. i feel like oh some kids are and it is true they some kids are proper lazy now yeah they're going towards the social media uh just saying that or saying on the xbox like i i'm not a great example i love to play on the xbox and every now and again but there's a balance. There, there is a balance, one hundred percent, and I, I do feel like social media and all that is is taking its toll on uh, some kids, and that's especially now. Like you'd want to be really pumping out all that information to pe uh, to kids because it's 
it's fun. It's easy. P likes PE in sport. It's easy. Like all you need to do is get some uh, uniform on, like kids' uniform, and just have a runabout. It's fun. It's something different. Like I think. I don't know. I I don't know. It's I think personally, like I I enjoy it, but I know like a lot of other kids at my age really didn't like PE. So I don't know, and just like getting doctor's letters and trying to get out of PE. So I, I, I don't know. I don't. It all depends on the person, I suppose. But I do I do strongly believe that if you pumped out more of this information, like you were saying, uh, with the local school, like forty team for example, and putting like heart rate monitors and different mm. stuff like that. Especially just pumping more, maybe pumping more money into younger, uh, like school kids and trying to get that sort of scientific base on it. I really enjoyed it, so I don't see why other people wouldn't. So I've had some experience in this. So obviously, I went and worked in quite a lot of um, primary schools around the Blackburn, Preston, Bury area, uh, delivering a lot of cricket lessons, uh, and they absolutely loved it. But then I noticed what you touched on then again uh, when I went to high school. Uh, you had kids like maybe dropping out who mm. didn't want to do it and I think it was a massive confidence thing like I know especially when we did like the girls cricket a lot of them didn't want to partake in yeah. that um, and it's a, it's a massive shame because I do think sport teaches a lot of lessons and obviously the massive benefit of fitness and yeah, health definitely. well-being and I think it's a great path to go down really helps me mentally helps me physically you know and it's Again, it's taught me a lot of lessons. I do think there needs to be something done with that. And I think it is better than when we were at school, or certainly when I was at school, it is a lot better. I think having a lot more like specialist coaches go in would be great, and maybe even someone to teach them how to use the gym. Because what we find a lot of clients now who are in the mid-30s, 40s, were the kids bringing in the sick notes mm. who don't know anything about fitness, where you know, if they'd started off, maybe taught how to use the gym at a younger age, then they might be able to go in. I'm not talking about, you know, doing massive weights, just simple body weight movements, stuff they can do at home. Like a lot of the clients that we bring in here, we teach them how to train properly and they might bring the kids in sometimes. A lot of clients bring the kids in and they absolutely love it, don't they? I mean, we've run kids classes yeah. before, we've, we've done kids workshops, you know, they've absolutely loved it and they've taken it. We have a couple of kids here, like Mads, yeah, um, yeah. Ella, Frankie, like they absolutely love it, and like they're at home. And I know Mads has been watching the CrossFit Games through mm. lockdown, and I'm like, she's nine years of age. Like that is so amazing that she's so gripped by it, and she's outside every single day, two or three times a day, working really, really hard on her fitness. And I think that's I think what amazing. What we do best though here, because even even one of my starting workshops, I think it was um, what was it, uh, flexibility and agility, something like that. We yeah. just touched on, uh, just went over a couple like the. The different fitness components and uh, Martin and Mads came in, took in straight away, like went straight full blast for it. Yeah, it was like it was something that they've never done properly before, but Mads loved it and like it's just good, like introducing different people to different types of training or different techniques of training or just or just a, just something different. Again, it's it's one of them that really it, I like a challenge. Me personally, like I'll I'll do anything. Like I've tried the Olympic lifting. I've tried Steph's handstands. Might not be good at them, but it's the challenge there that I I prefer. Like it's always good to get yourself out and do something different. Personally, I'd say that's a really good takeaway for anyone listening to this. Is try different things. You know, you might enjoy it. You might not. 
I've tried lots of things from running a marathon to Olympic weightlifting to powerlifting to CrossFit and I've absolutely loved them all to be honest but it's about finding the one that you're most passionate about or enjoy the most but something you just um, something you went through there was obviously Mads came to your agility workshop mm. which was fantastic but that actually led her on to going to Harriers um, Preston Harriers and she'd been trying to get in for a while but it reignited that fire that That's she amazing. loves running so obviously yeah just those little bits of um, a key moment potentially in her life where she's you know enjoyed running so much in your session that you know she wants to take it up as a hobby and a sport so now she's doing that and the stuff she she's learning at Preston Harriers she's always like oh that was like what Nathan showed me so I think that's fantastic you know you've just had an input on such a young person yeah from definitely such a young age so that leads me on to my next question why did you want to be a personal trainer I think it's um, a number of things I think one of the big things for me was uh, not only just having the passion for it so I've been from high school, really, I've stuck with PE. I even went to college, did sport and exercise science, which I led on from the level two, level three, which I then did at uni, doing the level four, level five, level six, in which I got my degree in. So uh, I've really just stuck and really found a real passion for whether it's fitness or health or well-being. I've done psychology, biomechanics and all that different stuff. So it's um it for me it was the passion of it but not only that I think the mental well-being side of it you've uh, for a personal trainer you're not only just a health and fit- fitness coach lots of people will come to you for mental health issues uh, body confidence it's it is a massive it's a massive job and if you're not well educated on it then there's no point in being a PT and that's something that's massive for me dealing with uh, personal issues, not not just me, but family members who have battled with mental health. Uh, I've got a number of uh, family members that have really struggled, and some of them aren't here today, sadly. But um, yeah, it's just I think that's a massive, massive part of it, and that's really like driven me to be a PT. To be honest, wanting to help others, not wanting to see people suffer the same ways I've I've noticed it myself. So yeah, it was it was. It's more of a a personal endeavour more than just to cliche help people out. Yeah, no, that's really good. And I think knowing your why is really important. Why you started, why you do what you do. I think that is really important. It's okay having the passion, but it's it's sustaining that passion and making it a career that um, yeah, ultimately will tell tell a long tale. I think you, everything about Fitzes um fits well with yourself. We obviously, we're big on well-being here. And I think over the last five to 10 years, personal training, I've seen it take a massive shift. You're not just seen as this guy who provides a workout. Also, people have like developed their knowledge in terms of you just don't have to get beasted to, to be a good worker. Yeah, if anything, that's a bad workout um, or not an ideal workout, I would say. Um, but that's something to touch on later in a different episode, potentially. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think people come to personal trainers for the personal side of it now as well. Yeah. And specifically why they come to FitzS is for the personal side, that community base. You know, you might be having a bad day, you come in the gym and, you know, it could be one of the um, one of the staff, you know, just might give you a hug or you just might, oh, yeah, you know, might want to sit down for a coffee. I've had clients come in before and, they, you know, and they just want a coffee and they might want to chat and then rearrange their session or they, you know, you're going through the session, but they've got something else on the mind that they want to talk about. 99% of the time it is training, but that 1% is so important to him. So uh, what would you say you specialise in, Nath? So touching back on the exercise science, so I feel like uh, I particularly specialise in like 
more of the SNC work. So I've gone to 14s before. I had an opportunity at uh, Preston North End Academy. Got to re- work with the under 14s all the way up to under 15s and 16s, which was an amazing opportunity. Um, that was just tackling training sessions and going to behind the scenes and SNC sessions and getting to see what um, they do there. So develop my training there personally. I always wanted to go down the football route, so that was a, ma- a massive opportunity for me, which I was very proud of. And then from that, I was fortunate enough to work with a former North End player, in Chris uh, Chris Humphrey, uh, for his first managerial job at Gretna up in Scotland. So, and again, for him to come down and meet me at a training session to uh, to really get along with me and get on with me and to say to, to be part of his managing team was a, a, a huge, huge honour. So I was really again proud of myself for that so yeah I do feel like the SNC side and working with strength and conditioning and helping people out in that sense but I also like I said uh, before about the personal journey about saying about helping people with mental health I also believe that that's a massive part of it as well and I do feel like that's why I chose psychology in my uh, uni degree to uh, to learn more about it and to help others on top of doing biomechanic work, which is all about like the movement of the body and just if there's any like any areas of weakness that we can tackle and just I feel like the whole exercise science is a, a really strong point for me and I'm, I'll always keep myself well educated on top of it. I'll watch videos, read uh, journal articles, I'll just keep on top of me uh, education as much as I can. Awesome, so you say it's more like science-based uh, athletes uh, and also trying to work with that mental health side of things as well so yeah you know, very definitely. niche market there in terms of athletes who you know let's be honest a lot of the time get overlooked for having mental health issues yes definitely like, especially if they're like making a lot of money people think oh you know they can't have any what problems when realistically they have the same problems as me you, and you even with just semi-pro football is uh, having to battle two jobs at the same time and not being able to yeah maybe provide for people it's uh a lot of the mental health comes a lot, very, very strongly under a lot of athletes and people don't really realise it. You get a lot of uh, hate on social media and you don't know what you're doing to a person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think, it's, again, social media is a massive yeah. influencer in our culture now. Um, and personally, we have to use it for business, but not the biggest fan of it. But hey-ho, we live in that society now. Um what does your brand mean? So obviously you brand yourself as Strong Build Personal Training. It's quite a strong statement, Strong Build. But what does it actually mean? So I got this ideology and I was told by, um, I was actually told by a coach uh, back in the day, I think I was at college. I can't remember his name, how bad's that? But um, he told me, he was like, you need, to, you need to have this ideology of a house and what do you want inside your house? I, I've always I've used that because I always think of it on a mental state as you want to have people around you that you get along with or you want to, like, essentially build, like, good relationships with. So my whole strong build was coming from, like, the foundations of building a house. So if you want to build a house, you want to have this great big house. You want to build the foundations so that you can grow, and essentially that's what I believe in. Uh, Any client that comes in, you need to start somewhere, People say, um, always come up with, ex- like, you will hear an excuse here or there and you'll say, uh, oh, I don't know, let's give an excuse. Uh, oh, 
I'm, haven't got I, time. Haven't got time. Um, I've got the kids or something, and they they are they are excuses. But you can. There's definitely time, even if it's thirty minutes a day. You can. You've got to start somewhere. Yeah, and I always stop watching that three hour Netflix. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm really strongly believing you've got to start somewhere. And once you've got those four walls up and you've got a roof over your head, you've got something sturdy then. And I do believe that with the same uh, passion with my brand, once I've got a sturdy base, uh, I can welcome whoever I want into my personal training uh, brand, who I want to be around me. And it goes the same with clients. Uh, you want to build something great for yourself, then what better than building your own house? Yeah, no, I think that's really good. I think... It sounds like you've got an idea of what you want to do and who you want to let into that house and that idea of letting the clients you want to work with into that house because there's got to be, you know, there's got to be an idea of who you can work with. You don't want to accept everyone because ultimately there's going to be someone better for you know, each, each individual client and you only want to accept the ones that you're really, really passionate and you know you're going to you're going to go to the end of the world for them. And I think that's really important because ultimately that client is going to get the best out of you as well and you're going to get the best out of them. Definitely. So you want that best fit. And I think it's really good. I like the idea the idea of building a house, you know, strong foundation is something I think is important. Mm -hmm. And then slowly being patient and building those walls and eventually putting that roof on for your family. I think it's really important. And obviously, then people inside your house, ultimately your friends, family, and people you surround yourself with. And I, I am a big believer. It's something I've learned over the last few years. Surround yourself with the right people can be so important. And obviously positive people who are going to challenge you as well. Definitely. So in the next five years then, how far is this house getting built? Where do you see yourself? Where do you see the brand? What personal development do you want to undertake? What's your training look like? Absolutely everything. Over the next five years, let's let's delve into it. So over the next five years, I'm expecting, I really want to build a massive like social community. So uh, anywhere for people to just message me or message other people I, I want people to help each other that's a massive thing that i've really believe in like help each other if you're struggling why not ask someone else who's really good at it like don't be afraid like build, that's the main aim build a community where there's social unity where anyone can ask anyone uh, even ask me like show me stuff like I, i'm i'm a very much open person i'm not here to dictate or take over or say this is how i want things but i, I want like a solid community where people can come into this community and not wreck the place in a sense not wreck me house if you if, if that's what we're going to go back to but in five years I, I i feel like i'll have a great base there with my clients i should hopefully have a nice client base back there uh, from then uh, where i'm comfortable if anyone decides to leave and i can maybe attain someone uh, elsewhere but other than that, I, I feel like it's well on my way. Hopefully one day build something on my own, maybe like a gym or build... Uh, the big one was build a franchise, but I want to I wanna first initially tackle maybe getting a solid client base where people... Uh, where everyone knows each other and everyone can just get along and help each other out and build something, something strong. <laughs> awesome. No, I love it. I think it's really good. And some of the areas that you uh, went through there are really important. You, one, I think you can use social media for good there with the so strong social community. But it's I think the power comes when other people who are maybe helping other people might be better than yourself because other clients might have gone through something that that, that client has gone through. Yeah, they might, definitely. They might have more life experience. You know, you might not have gone through it yourself. Like, for instance, a client might not come and talk to you about menopause. 
because you're not gone through menopause. Like yeah, 100%. Menopause. So just something so sim- simple like that, you know, they might want to ha- ask someone else for advice who, you know, yeah. went through it five years ago, 10 years ago, whatever it is. And I, I think that's really important. A great example of that is at the moment through COVID, uh, I know like a few of my clients that I never even knew spoke to each other. Like, oh yeah, we FaceTimed, we spoke to their kids. Yeah. You know, we, we left some cakes on the doorstep. I that's think that's great. absolutely fantastic. And uh, that's something that, you know, I'm really proud of here. And I'm glad that you're taking that on board and you want to build your own community. And I know you'll do it in a different way, but also still still have that ethos behind you of building that strong community. And if you could give three training tips for a first-time beginner, what would they be? So for a first-time beginner, I think you've always, always got to start somewhere. Don't be too afraid to uh, to be like, oh, I know a lot of people can worry about going into a big conventional gym and see all these big guys or see lots of women really fit, lean training, but they had to start somewhere. Everyone's got to start somewhere. I think the big thing is you've got to set a, a goal a big goal, something that you've got a hundred percent focus on. I think that's number one on any tip. Number two, I'd say, stay consistent with it. Follow the same path that you would do and did do last week, the month before, the year before, whatever. You got to stay consistent and have that goal literally in eyesight of you. You're gonna you're gonna achieve it if whether you stay consistent and have that goal in mind. And lastly, let's think, hmm, I think just just staying positive and staying, having that passion, having the passion for the goal, I think that's a big one. Because uh, if you've got, essentially, you're gonna, if you truly love something, like for me, for example, because I, tr- I truly love S&C and helping people and wanting to get the best out of people, the, like, I'll do it to the end of the earth. Like, mm. if you have a passion for that goal, you're going to work at it. And I think if you tie all those three together, you're onto a winner there. And I think that is the the key recipe. No, that, that's awesome, bud. So just to sum up, first one was set a goal. Yeah, set a, set a, set a solid target, solid goal that you, you really want to achieve. On top of that, I always say, like, once you've got your main goal, work back from it, so smaller steps. Because oh, yeah. once you've got them steps, obviously it becomes more of a plan then. Um, and then the second goal was to stay consistent. Yeah, definitely. Again, staying consistent. Keep, give yourself some small mi- small milestones. Understand that you're going to have good days and bad days. So, you know, you might have a day where you missed the gym that you were scheduled to go. You know, it's not the end of the world. You've got 52 weeks in the year. You know, if, if you miss one week, it's still got 51 to do. So, yeah, I'd stay consistent, but don't beat yourself up too much. If you miss mm. one session, just try and keep getting back on that, that train. Uh, and then what was the third one, sorry? Uh, having the passion or being positive about that certain goal. Yeah, I so think, enjoying it. You know, yeah, love, just enjoy love what it. you do. Uh, I think we all love what we do here at FitzSass. That's why it's so, um, like, I know it's so positive and people love coming here because we are so passionate and we absolutely love what we do. Um, so yeah, find something that you enjoy. So I touched on it earlier. You know, if you enjoy a sport, do that sport. You know, you don't have to do resistance training. If you enjoy running, run. If you enjoy um deadlifting you know do deadlifting whatever it is you do you find that you enjoy or you get the most enjoyment out of do that you know do it to the best of your ability you don't have to be a world level athlete uh, you don't have to be an international athlete you know, just do it to your level just enjoy it a little bit of fitness it's going to do you a world of good okay and if you could give three tips on to any new personal trainers starting what would it be um i always say 
get a mentor. I think, yes, you may have an ego. I can't say I've got an ego, but I definitely thought at one point, oh, this is this is quite easy, this, but mm. they got got Deck. Uh, he's grounded me quite a lot. He's helped me a lot through social marketing, through just having a routine and a plan for my business on its own. Not not even starting on any of the coaching, but uh, yeah, just uh, I think a mentor is a massive thing. If you can find the right mentor for you, then that's perfect. Uh, hmm, let's think. I think something you've taken on is educating yourself a lot more. I think yeah, that's, that's really important. Like, you know, for your birthday, you're getting educational books now. <laughs> well, like in the past, it might have been like a Show, bottle of JD. Showing now, my age now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah now, now it's the Squat Bible, which is a fantastic book. Yeah, so yeah, I'd, I'd even just chuck that in, educating yourself, just continue it. It could be, like, it doesn't have to be anything major. You don't have to, like, read 10 books in one day. Like, just watch a YouTube video. There's... So Podcast, many, yeah, yeah. Books, so yeah. there's so many coaches out there that are doing different techniques and different training that you might actually enjoy. Like I met uh, Deck and he, he, some of the coaching that he does. But then I went and watched Tom's coaching and did uh, all his powerlifting and stuff, and that was like blew my mind. I've never seen anything like it. He's got so many different tips and techniques. It's it's mad. But even just going up and watching YouTube videos, like I've watched. Um, 3D athletes and I watch overtime athletes mm. and some of the stuff that they come out because I'm a SNC geek and love all that <laughs> like athletic training some of the stuff that they whip out is, is unbelievable and I, I love love putting some of that training to some of the clients that I've got here in, in group training and different stuff like that and number three I think you've just touched on number three, really. I think like immerse yourself with other coaches, learn, yeah. keep develop, throw yourself in. You've tried absolutely everything at success, like. <clears throat> excuse me areas that you perhaps like you might not have you knew you might not have enjoyed but you wanted to see how all the different coaches worked you went to every single class every single coach you went out there you tried different things you tried different classes so we have like uh, our gymnastics and calisthenics based class with Steph you tried that a few times yeah. you've spoke to Steph about how he coaches it developing your own training so you can use it with clients and then I saw you using it with clients which is fantastic you went to Aiden and Jake's classes, you've been to Juju's classes, you've been to Tom's classes, you spoke to me about it. Immerse yourself in that culture has been fantastic. I think the other thing as well you've done is I've noticed when you, even if you're not training, because it might be your off day, you still might have come on the gym floor just to watch how we coach each other or how we train. So again, that's immersing yourself in the industry, in the culture, having a look at other PTs train, other coaches train, because Tom always calls himself a coach, not a PT, and I would 100% agree on that. There is a difference. Um, and I think we're definitely going to get him on the podcast to talk about detail and what coaching is and what personal training is. I definitely think Nathan is a personal trainer and not a coach because um, he brings that personal side. But yeah, I definitely think immersing yourself in the culture has been really, really important for you and you've learned so much. But also he's teaching us other stuff so like he might have saw something and said, oh, Deck, what do you think about this? And the other day he showed me something with a band that, you know, I've been in the industry 10 years now and I haven't seen it. I might have saw it on a video, but I've never used it. And he showed me how to use it. And it was really good. And I've, you know, used it on myself two or three times now just with this little stretch. And I think that's great. And also him coaching, I wanted to look at how he was coaching me and do that basically and perform it. And, you know, I can see changes in him every single day on how he's progressing, you know, little bits. 
Um, and anything I ask him to do, he goes and does it. So I think that's fantastic testament. In terms of lockdown, how are you enjoying it? How are you finding living at the gym? Yeah. <laughs> Everyone keeps asking me this because I think they're all expecting me to be like, oh, I hate it, you know, I just can't stand it anymore. <laughs> but I, I'm just, I, if anyone knows me, I'm probably like the most laid back person. I, my mum always said if uh, if you was any more laid back, you'd be horizontal. So uh <laughs> Yeah, I'm just, I'm actually loving it. I, I reminds me of uni, to be honest, just chilling with the lads and having a good laugh and uh, staying positive. I think that's the biggest thing that anyone should do in uh, tough times like this. Just have a laugh with your family members or whoever you're living with. Just, just keep positive because it's going to be over soon. And the, what's the point in dwelling on it? Like, it's one of these temporary things where we're just going to have to deal with it. So just enjoy it to the best of your ability. I think that's the only positive message I can give out to people. No, I think that's a fantastic takeaway from, even if they just take this from away from the podcast, is the whole lockdown and COVID-19 is horrible. It's not a nice situation from anyone, but I am a big believer in you've just got to take the best out of that situation, you know, and I have certainly enjoyed it to a degree. Obviously, I'm a small business owner, so it's a terrifying time for us, but I've got so much out of it, you know, refreshed, uh, re-evaluated certain things spent time with my own thoughts I think it's been amazing it's been and it's been great getting to know Nathan the whole team are here um, me, Steph, Tom we've got to know each other a little bit better and um, I know it's crazy we get to know Steph a little bit more <laughs> after all this time um, but yeah we've, we've all lived together it's been fantastic I think it's helped us all get to know Nathan and a massive massive like um, well done to Nathan for coming in because it was easy for me, Steph and Tom, to pick that because we were all together on the Monday night, and then we hadn't like obviously we'd spoke to Nate quite a lot, but we hadn't we didn't know him that well. Um, so we said, "Oh, Nate, we're moving into the gym tonight. Do you want to move in?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." I mean, he just literally just threw himself straight in there, as if like as if it was nothing. So yeah, I think it's been great, and uh, just like saying, "Nate, thanks for coming on the podcast." I yeah. think there'll definitely be more podcasts in the future. There's certain things I'd like to talk to you about, whether. That be how did your degree go? What did you find interesting? Because uh, I have a few topics that I would like to discuss on how I think universities could progress people onto personal training better, and how they could uh, definitely incorporate more coaches, and how it can be a much better service throughout the whole system. Uh, so I think that'll be an interesting one. I think we could do one on athletes and development and coaching and the PT industry as a whole. There's so much for us to talk about. So yeah, hopefully you'll come back. Anything else you'd like to say? I just want to say thanks, and uh, if you got the opportunity, sign up to the Booty Builder program right now. <laughs> Shameless plug there. Yeah, I think, I think on Facebook and Instagram, everything's at Strong Build. Uh, Strong Build uh, Training on Facebook and Strong Build underscore Training at Instagram. Awesome, guys. Uh, check him out. He'll be doing lots and lots of content just because that's what we've got him on the plan at the moment. Next week, we're on routine and trying to develop his routine a little bit better. And then we're going to try and get him on some more training stuff in terms of getting him on his own training program and developing and testing new things. So, yeah, that's an exciting time to come, guys. Thank you very much for uh, taking a moment out of your day to listen to the podcast. And uh, hopefully see you soon.